Greetings members old and new, and welcome back to the Possibility Department, your one-stop shop for the modern-day occultist. If you find yourself entertaining the possibilities of anything and everything when it comes to the great unknown, then this is the place for you. My name is Luciana and I'll be your host as we dive into what I like to call spiritual and psychological templates for living our lives, interpreting our lives, and creating change in our lives. Take what you like, toss what you don't, and remember that what we talk about on this podcast is just as far-fetched as the concept of any higher power. Alright, let's talk about some weird sh- Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Possibility Department Podcast. You may have heard me say on Instagram that this month I am not doing interviews, I'm taking a break from interviews. And I thought to myself, what kind of episode could I do that would also be interesting on video, because patrons get the video for it, and I thought it's been a long time since I've done a video reading. Um, I think I did two or three of those total, like in the early days of my Patreon last year. I mean, I've only had my Patreon for a year and a half, I think. And I have gotten messages from some of you asking when I'm going to do um, a reading video again. And so I'm going to be doing a reading today. If you are listening to the podcast on audio, there will be a link in the show notes so that you can see the images of the cards. Um, And then obviously, if you're on Patreon on level one, you'll be able to see the video and me showing the cards to the camera and all of that stuff. Um, so I like to do readings kind of open. As you know, if you listen to my podcast, I often see things from more of a psychological perspective anyways. Um, and so I interpret the cards intuitively. I do pull some tarot cards with other cards. I don't consider myself like a professional tarot reader, and I often have slightly differing interpretations of tarot cards than maybe some of the more traditional ones. So I like to read just kind of intuitively. I rarely look at any guidebooks or anything like that, and I will read with literally any deck (laughs) because to me it's all about um, the images and what I'm getting from the images and what I'm getting from the symbols, and so keep that in mind, you know, Um, and I don't use things in the way that they're intended. So if you're watching the video, you may see decks here that aren't meant to be oracle cards, and I am using them as oracle cards. And I set the intention to just kind of give me a reading um, on an overall energy that will find people when they need to find it. I often, I don't really do readings for like certain dates or like certain signs or anything like that. It really is just like the intention of allow people to find this information when they need to find it or when they want to find it. And uh, it is a collective thing. So, you know, take what nourishes you. And if it doesn't, toss it to the curb. Um, I'm not, you know, predicting futures here. I'm just pulling cards and talking. And if it happens to help people, amazing. And if it doesn't, then, you know, that's cool too. (laughs) So with that, let's get started, shall we? Let's let's see what we have. Where do we want to start? We did get some interesting cards uh, that I'm excited about, uh, two of which I got in a reading recently that I did for someone, and one of which Uh, this card, and I talked about this in in my reading with this person, but I often have this thing where um, I will see a card, like it will randomly pop up in my mind days before a reading, 
and I, I will get it in the reading, the next reading that I do for like a client or for something. And this has happened many times where I will have a card that just keeps popping in my head. I'm so familiar with all my decks, you know, that I know all of their imagery. I know what they all mean, at least to me. Um, and I'll spend days where it's just, it's almost like an intrusive thought, you know, it just keeps kind of popping in there. Um, and that had been happening for the past three or four days. And then yesterday it came up in a client reading. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, there it is to be expected, right? Um, and the same card came up today. So very interesting. But so this reading, you can take it as you want. This can be something for your day, your week, your summer, your month. Um, so, you know, take what you like, toss what you don't, right? Uh, but first of all, we have the Knight of Pentacles. And if you're on video, you'll be able to see this. This is from the Key Tarot, which is a deck that I really love because of its use of real people. It feels relatable. Um, the Knight of Pentacles is about to me, right? Again, not a professional tarot reader, to me. Um, the Knight of Pentacles is about like forward move, moving earth element energy. If you're not familiar with the elements, the earth element is what we usually associate with things like our money, our finances, our sense of abundance, our home, our bodies, our job, our career, our skill sets. Um, the things that we can physically like taste and touch and see and all of that. So physical structures in the physical world is what the earth element represents and the knight of pentacles represents forward moving energy when it comes to the earth element now the thing about this night in particular is that the knight of pentacles is a slow moving one it's kind of like the the slow chug of progress a lot of the knights in the tarot um you'll you'll see there's this there's this energy behind them you know what i mean it's almost like they're running or they're galloping or they're jumping or something like that and the knight of pentacles is kind of just there you know just kind of standing there and it does represent forward movement but i associate the knight of pentacles with more of forward movement incrementally little by little day by day um so already we kind of have this theme of um moving forward in some area of your life, whether that has to do with um, finances or your home or your sense of abundance or your body, it can be any one of those things because the pentacles can represent any one of those things. But forward movement in a way that is doable, in a way that is realistic, and in a way that is incremental via daily habits. So to sort of get realistic about your forward movement and to create daily habits that are going to support it, not to just charge at it and then get mad when it doesn't work out exactly how you want it to. You know what I mean? Some things, some things, there, there's a time and a place for charging, right? I mean, charging forward and giving it your all and really going forward and like um, attacking it, there's, there's a place for that and it makes sense in some situations. And then in other situations, if you're really trying to implement kind of a big change or if you're trying to um, start a new habit or a new way of being or a new schedule or you're trying to change your thought patterns, that can be really hard, right? Changing the way we think. Things like that, they take more time. And so it this is about like incremental change and using incremental change as like your point of power, making peace with it and then sort of using it as your superpower. You know what I mean? Like 
that slow chug, that slow movement, that's actually your point of power because you can sort of wield that and you can plan for it and you can um, plot where, where you're going to go and track your progress, which brings me to our next card, which is highways and roads. And for those of you who are just on audio, I will have um, a link where you can see all of these cards. They're all from different decks. Um, and highways of roads, I think combined with this Knight of Pentacles is about exactly that. It's about um, plotting your trajectory and planning your trip, right? So the Knight of Pentacles is kind of implying that there's somewhere that you want to move forward in that earth element area, right? Might be finances, abundance, any of those things that I listed. And to make peace with the fact that it's maybe going to be a slower chug, but that's still powerful that you have a lot of power over that. You have power over your daily habits. You have power over your daily routines. Like this is a place where you have control. You have power. That's good news, my friend. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yay us. So that's what this card implies, the Knight of Pentacles. And highways and roads is sort of saying to take out pen and paper, maybe, or your computer, if that's the kind of person you are, depends, and plot it out plan it out. What is your trajectory going to look like? So whatever the goal is that you're trying to achieve, try to figure out what are the daily habits that I would need? What would I need to put in place? Where am I trying to go? What would be a realistic date or deadline or whatever for me to set for to, to have this thing done or to have this habit in place or to have it fully integrated in my life? Um, what kind of pit stops might I need along the way, right? Like what kind of breaks and rest will I need from, from this work or from this habit or from whatever it is you're trying to form? Almost as if you were planning a road trip, right? Highways and roads. Usually when we take the highway, we, we don't, I mean, typically we're not taking the highway every day. I live in Austin, so I kind of do, but, but typically we're not taking the highway every day. Usually when you're on a highway, it's because you're going to another city, right? You're going to another state, you're planning a road trip or something like that. You're, you're planning to go somewhere and you have a clear vision in your head. You know, it's like, I'm going from Austin to Houston. That's going to take me X amount of time. I'm going to stop at, you know, Bucky's or along the way so I can get beaver nuggets. That's not going to make sense to anyone who doesn't live in Texas, but you see what I'm saying, right? Like when you're, when you're planning a trip, you know where you're going, you know the name of the end goal, the name of the city you're going to get to, you know where you're going to stop and where you're going to rest and what you're going to eat and all of that stuff. You kind of plan it out beforehand. You know, if you check if you have enough gas in your car. So the Knight of Pentacles is again implying that there's some forward movement that you want to make in one of those earth element areas and then highways and roads says, okay, you want forward movement, now plan the road trip. You know, do you have gas in your car? Are you like... Do you have enough energy in your being? Are you amped up enough to be able to do this? Or do you need to take some rest to sort of fill your cup back up before you take on any new habits or new projects? Are you trying to integrate other things at the moment? Should you wait until you've integrated those before you hop on this new road trip, this new um, journey? So lots of questions there, but think of it like a road trip. Think of it like you're planning a road trip, right? And then just to give a close-up of the cards here so people on video can can see. So the first card was from the Key Tarot, and the second card, Highways and Roads, is from a dream interpretation deck that I have that is not meant to be an oracle, but I use it as such. So 
On the theme of highways and roads and how they have pit stops and how you need to have gas in your car and energy in your, you know, energy in your body, you know, um, before you can embark on a new journey. We have two cards right after that that kind of feed into this. And one is Coffin. And this specific, and this also is not meant to be an oracle card, but I use it as one. Um, and this specific depiction of coffin, it's not like a wooden coffin that's shut, for those of you who are on audio. It is um, a person that you can plainly see, um, and there's like candles around this person, and looks like there's even like a crown on this person's head, which is interesting because we have more crown imagery coming up. Um, and honestly, the way the person's hands are and everything, it almost kind of looks like they're taking a nap. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a blanket over like half of their body. Um, and it kind of just looks like they are taking a very still and ritualistic rest, you know? And so this card is indicative to me, at least, of stillness and of taking rest for mind, soul, and body, complete, just complete silence to give yourself clarity, right? I think often we're always looking for, uh, I don't know, we're always looking for signs and information and what should I do next? But like, when was the last time you kind of just sat in complete silence and allowed, and allowed things to come through? You know what I mean? Almost, almost like rest as a ritual in itself. Um, I know that there are certain meditations in which, I can't remember what tradition it's from, I've spoken about it before, but there there are, I'll try to link it if I find it, I'll, I'll look after this, but there are meditations in which you will, um, you will, <laughs> you will picture yourself, you will visualize yourself as dead, literally, not figuratively, not metaphorically, not like death in the tarot, the number 13, you know, metaphysical death, transformation, no, 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 no. You will picture yourself as dead, as actually dead. Um, and to the point where you will even picture your body sort of like decomposing. And you will picture the stillness of being dead. You will visualize the stillness of be being dead, you know, feel it in your body and all of that stuff. And that might seem morbid, and it is, and I'm not necessarily suggesting that. But this card to me, I think, says that... Uh, a pause is necessary before moving forward so you can get the information that you need. Um, because I talk about this a lot, but, you know, so often we... I always use the word discombobulated, and I know that people don't love that word because I, I say it a lot, but we get so in our own heads and so discombobulated, sorry to use it again, um, because we're we're trying we're we're trying so hard for forward movement all the time, right? That's kind of just the world we live in. That's that's how things work. We're expected to produce, 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 produce. That's just how all of this happens. Um, but in that and in that sort of culture and in that day to day, we have a tendency, or we have a I guess a lack of a tendency to allow there to be silence so that we can listen to our own inner guidance on what to do next. And because we don't give ourselves that time to listen to our own inner guidance, I think it's pretty often that we end up going down a road 
and doing the project or, or doing the thing or, you know, having the, the friendship or whatever it is, we end up building structures that maybe we didn't want to build. You know what I mean? Like, look, I don't know, look back on your life. Was there ever a job that you took that you were like, ugh, I shouldn't have taken that job? Or, you know, a friendship that you built where you're like, ugh, that was a mistake. You know, or a project that you took on and you're like, oh, what a waste of time. Everyone's life is like that, right? We can all look back on our lives and be like, ugh, I shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? And so I think that this card indicates a, a total stillness so that you can sort of get the information that you need to get to sort of quiet everything down so you can listen to your own inner guidance. You can listen to yourself, you can listen to your heart, to your intuition, to, you know, whatever you call that mysterious thing. If it's God, if it's spirit, if it's your own subconscious mind, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we call it, but we do know that when we give ourselves silence, we tend to get um, some pretty good info, right? So allow yourself to lay, to sit, in just complete stillness, complete stillness. Give yourself that time so that you can sort of, one, fill up your cup, right? Because we all need rest. And then two, maybe get some really good info, some really good info that maybe you need. Maybe you're working on projects that don't need to be worked on right now. Maybe there are certain things that you should be doing that you're not doing, right? Give yourself some time to listen to yourself, I think is what this card is. So, you know, to review so far, we sort of have the Knight of Pentacles, which indicates that you want to move forward in some capacity of the Earth element. Highways and Roads says plan out your road trip, kind of plot it out, plan it out beforehand. You know, you don't want to just drive aimlessly. And then the Coffin says don't forget to take rest and take stillness so you listen to yourself and you get the right information perhaps before you go on the road trip. You know what I mean? Does that, is that making sense so far? Um, and then we have an oracle. Um, this is from the Goddess Guidance Oracle, um, which I don't have many oracle cards like this. This was actually my first oracle deck. It was one of Doreen Virtues and I know she doesn't really do that stuff anymore. Um, and I'm not super big on, like, goddesses and deities and stuff like that, but this, this deck has, like, a special place in my heart, because I think it was the first oracle deck that I bought myself, um, and I remember feeling like a weirdo buying it, and was like, oh, I bought an oracle deck, you know, now I, here I am with a collection of them doing readings on the internet. Um, so this card is Sensitivity, and here's a image for those of you watching on video. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and read. This is one of those cards that does have a description at the bottom, so I'm going to go ahead and read it. It says, you are becoming increasingly sensitive. Avoid harsh relationships, environments, situations, and chemicals. So this kind of feeds into what I was saying, right? That uh, if we don't listen to our inner guidance, sometimes we can end up in environments that don't nourish us. We can end up in relationships, not just romantic relationships, but friendships, work relationships that are really close. I mean, relationships, there's a variety of them. We can end up in situations and environments and relationships to, that just feel like bleh, you know, if we don't take a moment to check in with ourselves before embarking on those things. So this really feeds into the coffin card 
you know, saying that you, you're someone who is sensitive to your environment, that's a good thing, you know? That means you have awareness, <laughs> maybe like a heightened awareness. So sensitivity sensitivity is a good thing. Um, these two cards together, the coffin and sensitivity, I think are saying that, you know, you're sensitive to your environment, you're sensitive to your situations. Um, things like that may have effects on, you know, your how you feel spiritually or your mental health and all that stuff. So take time, take time to really um, listen to your inner guidance and then avoid situations that you know aren't going to nourish you as much as you can, right? There are some things we can't avoid. We can't avoid that annoying person at work if we work with them, you know? Um, but as much as you can kind of hold yourself and nourish yourself and give yourself boundaries, um, that's what needs to be done right now. Um, and then we're going to move on. So this coffin card, for those of you who can see, um, the person in the coffin actually has a crown. And I think this is so interesting, especially because I'm looking at this from the perspective, not of death, but very intense and still rest. And so you have someone, you know, in this coffin engaging in, let's call it this very still rest. And this person is wearing a crown. And in the sensitivity card, the goddess is also wearing a crown. And I went ahead and drew from my Loteria deck, because that's the kind of person I am. And in the Loteria deck, we got La Corona, the crown. So we have three, a total of three. Um, three cards with a crown. And so this, to me, gives sort of an air of sovereignty. You know, sometimes when we think of sovereignty, we think of like... Uh, I don't know, we almost feel like, think of maybe like a war-like kind of vibe, you know, the queen wears the crown and commands the troops to go off and fight or whatever. But when we're talking about personal sovereignty, right, sovereignty over your life and your being and how your life goes as much as we can have sovereignty over that because sometimes we get thrown some curveballs, right? But when we're talking about personal sovereignty, it actually is an act of intense, intense, intense sovereignty for you to take that time to rest, like the coffin says, right? Or, you know, avoid situations that don't nourish you. That is you exercising. For those of you who can't, for those of you on audio, I'm holding up all the cards now and this is making more sense, but um, that that is you exercising your sovereignty, right? by giving yourself the boundaries, giving yourself the time and saying, no, I'm going to spend an hour with my inner guidance and just turn everything off, turn down, you know, the volume knob in my head and just listen to myself and to my own intuition. That is an intense, intense act of, of sovereignty over yourself and your life. And um, it's like an act of self-governance, you know, it's very, very powerful. And we don't often see rest as powerful. Um, and so all of these cards, I think, really indicate that, you know, things that we maybe wouldn't see as being, like, I don't know, sovereign or powerful, like being sensitive to your environment or taking an intense rest, um, it actually is. It actually is. So I think these are confirmations saying that by engaging in these things, 
you are in fact exercising your sense of sovereignty and power over your life, the domain that is your life, the realm that is your life, you know? Um, there's a lot of areas where we have control there. Obviously, there are some areas that we don't have control over and that we never will, and that's okay, and we can accept that. But what are the areas that we can control, and how can we exercise that? And I think this clump of cards is kind of reminding us that it is just as powerful to take time with your inner guidance and to rest as it is to engage in forward movement and to attack something in a really fiery way. And this is a callback again to the Knight of Pentacles, which is all about incremental change, you know? It's like, it's little by little. We are not, we are not running at things and attacking things. That's not the vibe of this reading. Okay, moving on. Um, so we have next the domestic dog. And this is the card that, <laughs> this is the card that I have been seeing um, as an intrusive thought for like the past, I don't know, three or four days. I've, I've been sort of just seeing it in my mind and then it came up in a reading yesterday um, and here it is today. So I do really love when that happens. As you know, if you listen, I don't really understand how readings work. I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if, if when we do readings like this, is it just that we're making psychological connections or are we connecting with something on the other side? I mean, I do have certain words that I say and like a, a set of actions that I do before each reading. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know how it works. I don't know what's on the other side. I don't know what's helping with this, if there's anything that's helping with this. But what I do know is that strange coincidences like this happen all the time, all the time. Um, I will literally see a card in my head for days and it'll come up in a reading either for me or a client, usually a client, um, and then it gives it closure and then I'll stop seeing it in my mind. It's very strange, but we got the domestic dog. So the domestic dog is a symbol of loyalty, is a symbol of a, um, a fierce protector, um, a guardian, unconditional love. I mean, if you have a dog, just think of your dog for a second, right? Unconditional love stands by your side. Well, that dog will literally be by your side, not, not figuratively or metaphorically. Literally, that dog will be by your side until the day it dies, right? That's, that's how it works. Barks every time it hears someone at the door, um, gets a bad feeling and barks at people who really aren't that great. Has anyone had that experience where your dog meets someone and really doesn't like someone and then that someone turns out to be utter crap? <laughs> your dog has your back, right? Your dog is looking out for you. They love you unconditionally. They are guarding your house and your home and barking up a storm when anyone walks past. So the dog, the domestic dog, not the wolf, but the domestic dog is a symbol of like a fierce and loving protector, unconditional love and guardianship and protection. And this card asks, are you being your own best protector and your own best guardian? Or are you abandoning yourself when it gets difficult to protect yourself or difficult to sort of guard yourself? So often this can have to do with boundaries which can also be related to the sensitivity card, which says avoid harsh, 
um, situations and relationships and um, environments. And the coffin card, which is asking you to place a boundary and take time to listen to yourself, take time to rest, take time to spend with your your higher guidance or whatever you want to call it. I don't know that I love the term higher and lower, but you know, your intuition with yourself, with your heart, with your uh, mind. Um, you have to place boundaries around your time, right? To be able to uh, take that moment to sort of listen to yourself. And so the domestic dog sort of asked this question of when it gets difficult to um, impose your boundaries, are you just abandoning yourself and letting there no, be no boundaries instead, you know, and, and telling people in your life that like, it's okay and it's fine, take up all my time, take up all my energy, whatever, you know, are you abandoning yourself because your, your fierce protector, your domestic dog would never abandon you? You know what I mean? It's this symbol of, again, unconditional love. It's a symbol of unconditional protection, unconditional guardianship. And the question that this card asks, I think, is where do your loyalties lie? Do your loyalties lie with, you know, making el everyone else around you happy? Or do your loyalties lie within, within protecting yourself and providing yourself unconditional love and providing yourself unconditional protection? And you might say, well, Lucia, that's selfish. To which I would reply that when your cup is full, you can pour more for others. You know what I mean? It, I'm, it's not a bad thing for you to provide love and joy and happiness and time for others. In fact, many of us have to. That's the role. You know what I mean? Many of us have families and friends who really depend on us. And that is great and beautiful and wonderful. And I'm not saying to not do that. But you can't pour from an empty cup. I know that people say that all the time, but how true is it? You can't. You can't pour from an empty cup. And so the domestic dog is asking, are you abandoning yourself when the going gets rough? You know, haha. <laughs> Get it? When the <laughs> I hate myself. When the go <laughs> when the going gets rough. <laughs> are you abandoning yourself? Are you are you leaving yourself, you know, out in the cold? and providing everyone else, you know, warmth and joy instead. So this is kind of a message to sort of be your own best, I don't know, like a spiritual watchdog, spiritual guard dog, you know? Be there for yourself. Be there for, stand by you every step of the way, you know? Give yourself unconditional love. Give yourself unconditional protection. Give yourself unconditional guardianship. Guard yourself. Guard your intuition and your heart and your soul and your emotions. And that, again, is a callback to the white tarot card, the sensitivity card, which says avoid situations that aren't going to nourish you. You know what I mean? So we have a lot going on here with boundaries. And then also boundaries plays into sovereignty right? Exercising sovereignty over your life. Placing a boundary and saying, this is my boundary. Don't step over it. You know what I mean? So overall, some pretty cool themes. And then the last card that we have is, and this came up in a reading another day too, um, is your wish is coming true. And this is from, I'm going to link all of these decks below actually, because I can't remember the name of all of these decks. But um, it's your wish is coming true, and it says celebrate your success. I mean, a really beautiful card, right? And what I love about this card is 
Um, there's this imagery, you know, it's kind of like fantastical. It's got like this mermaid and she's diving to the bottom of the ocean and she's found treasure at the bottom of the ocean. Um, and I like that as a metaphor because, you know, the bottom of the ocean is kind of a dark and scary place, right? It's dark and it's scary and it's very deep and you have to go through um, a lot of ocean to get to the bottom, right? You have to go through all these layers of like at first at the surface, it's like you duck your head under and there's a lot of light shining through and you can see everything. And then as you go deeper and deeper, it gets darker and darker and scarier and scarier and colder and colder. <laughs> like there's, there's a lot that's going on. But all the way at the bottom, there's kind of like this hidden treasure. And so I think that this is really cool imagery for um, really for, again, this Knight of Pentacles card, which sort of indicates that there's some forward movement that you want to have in one earth element area. Um, and this card kind of indicates that like, yeah, we can get there, but you have to, you know, you gotta put in a little work. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of go through the depths. You gotta kind of like swim to the bottom, you know? And that doesn't mean that that process has to be, that doesn't mean that the process has to be painful or big or upsetting or it, that it doesn't mean that at all it just means like it, it I think it's again about the again with the knight of pentacles I think it's about incremental change you know like every day you get a little bit closer to to that treasure if you just keep keep your destination in mind which is again a call back to the highways and roads right so I think that the wish is coming true depicted by, you know, this treasure at the bottom of the ocean is kind of, it really encompasses the whole reading that says that this forward movement that you're wanting, it's very possible, um, but you got to go through some layers to, to kind of get there and don't expect it to be like an overnight thing. Does it mean it's going to take years? No, it doesn't mean that it's going to take years, but like don't wake up tomorrow and expect to already be there because the Knight of Pentacles is about incremental change, right? It's about um, change that happens day by day, slowly, little by little, you know, habit by habit. Every day we kind of, we make a list of our habits to make that change happen. And then every day we partake in those habits. And then in this highways and roads card says to, you know, really kind of pinpoint eyes on the prize, figure out exactly where you want to go, when you want to be there, how much rest you're going to need on the way. Do you need breaks on the way? Do you have enough gas in your car? Um, and then the coffin says, maybe you don't have enough gas in your car. Maybe you need to take a rest before you embark on this. Um, and the, the sensitivity card says to avoid situations, environments, relationships that aren't going to nourish you, place boundaries around it, take the time to listen to your own inner guidance, take the time to listen to yourself before you go embarking on anything. And then these two cards plus the crown card all have this air of um, reminding you that doing these things, doing this work is an act of sovereignty. It doesn't feel very regal and powerful to, you know, enact daily habits and to put a, a plan in your planner and to take time to yourself to listen to your inner guidance and to place boundaries, like things like that. It doesn't sound very like powerful. It doesn't sound like it can be set to an epic soundtrack, you know, but it is an act of sovereignty because this is your life and you're placing boundaries and standards and uh 
dreams and visions to your life and then you're taking the action to consistently follow them. And so that in itself is an act of sovereignty. And then the domestic dog says throughout this process as you're doing this work, don't abandon yourself when the going gets rough. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> R-U-F-F. Rough. Um, and then your wish is coming true is the confirmation that, you know, you can get where you want to go, but you got to sort of swim through the depths first. So that is what we have. Um, I hope you enjoyed this one. Little weird, right? Little strange. I don't know how it's going to end up on audio. We'll see if you are listening to the podcast. And if you enjoyed this, I would love slash I am really actually asking for you to um, maybe shoot me a message on any social media platform and let me know that you liked it. Because if enough people like these, then I might do one a month because it's super fun and fluid and kind of cool. So um yeah, if, if you're on, I mean, on Patreon, obviously, you can leave me a comment if you like this. I would love to know as well. But if you're on the public podcast, you know, there's no like button or anything. So there's no way of me knowing if you actually enjoyed it. So if you're a public podcast listener, if you're listening on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, wherever you listen, please go find me somewhere on social media or send me an email and let me know that you liked this episode. Because if enough people like these readings, then I might end up doing like a monthly reading for you guys. Okay, so um, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you got a little nugget out of it or something. Again, as you know, I like to view things from like the spiritual perspective and just kind of the more psychological perspective. So just take what nourishes you. And if it doesn't, then just leave it. Just leave it on the table. That's totally fine. Um, I hope you're having a great week. I hope you have a great week ahead of you. Thank you so much for watching this video or for listening to this audio wherever you are. I want to give everyone a quick reminder that A, if you're not signed up for my email list, you get a free track called I Am Abundant. And also, I have opened a new tier on Patreon where you can get access to my entire meditation library for $15 a month. I'm super excited about this because the industry standard for meditations like that is typically you'll pay somewhere around like $5 to $20 for one meditation. And my library right now has like 49 tracks. And so you get access to all of that for the $15 a month, plus like the 60 something extra podcast episodes that aren't available to the public, all of the video interviews, nearly all of my printables, Oracle cards, um, the Morning Oracles planner, everything. <laughs> and I love making meditations and I love making that audio truly. It's one of the things that I enjoy most about the possibility department is that I get to be creative in that way and create tracks for what people need and when they need it. So a lot of it is made to be like short and punchy so that you can listen to it on the go. And mainly I make tracks so that they can help you shift your mood um, and sort of shift your, your, how you feel inside. You know what I mean? Uh, because how we feel determines a lot of our actions and how we go about the world and that determines our life <laughs> you know <laughs> life is a big domino effect so if i can help you in that domino effect in some way you know when you wake up in the morning and you're kind of grumpy and instead you want to feel uh joyful and confident you know i have a track for that if you want to feel like 
you are on top of your time and you're managing your time well, I have a track for that. If you want to have validation for the fact that, you know, it's maybe taking you a while to like build your projects and build your dreams, I have a track for that. If you want to feel self-love, I have a track for that. So I love this aspect of my business and what I've created and so I'm really excited to be able to offer it to you for that price of $15 a month and as always you know with me you can cancel anytime there's no there's no obligation so you can try it and if you don't like it you can always leave and I promise no hard feelings people revolve (laughs) especially with the crazy year that like 2020 2021 has been um a lot of people haven't had you know the finances to necessarily stay on like the whole year or whatever you know what I mean so like people come in and out and that is a hundred percent okay so um I hope to see you in there I hope to see you on Patreon in general and stay mysterious <laughs>